0: Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove. Today is November the 3rd and we are finishing up the book of 1 Peter. So join me if you can. Otherwise, let me read this over you. And then at the end, I'll share some thoughts before we end our time together. Here we go. 1 Peter chapter 3. Wives, in the same way, submit to your husbands so that, If any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. When they see the purity and reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her Lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. So that nothing will hinder your prayers. Finally, all of you, be like minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing, because to this you are called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats, do not be frightened, but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord." For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In it, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also, not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. First Peter chapter 4 Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, Arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. As a result, they do not live the rest of their earthly lives for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. They are surprised that you do not join them in their reckless, wild living, and they heap abuse on you. But they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is the reason the gospel was preached, even to those who are now dead, so that they might be judged according to human standards in regard to the body, but live according to God in regard to the spirit. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household, and it begins with us. What will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And, if it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then, those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful Creator and continue to do good. 1 Peter 5 And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time." Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. With the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you, and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings, and so does my son Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. There's one specific thing that is repeated throughout this letter. It's this phrase, be alert in the sober mind. Now, when it's said in this final chapter, chapter 4, let me read what's right before it in verse 7. It says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Do you know what the word anxious means? It means to be double-minded, to think one way and then allow your thoughts to go a completely different direction. And what he says here is, be alert and of sober mind. In other words, control that mind. Why? Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour then listen to what he says. Resist him standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. He's saying that the things that they are going through are causing them to switch back and forth, being double-minded and having anxiety about it. And he says, be alert in the sober mind. He is warning them that the enemy is trying to devour them, and he's doing it. By causing them to have anxiety that's caused by a wishy-washy mind. There are so many people today that I know are just going through anxiety of some form. That means they're double-minded in how they're thinking about something. And a lot of times, it's how they think about themselves. I know there are so many things that cause this anxiety. In fact, I've watched people try to figure out their identity, try to understand where they fit in this world, and just try to get purpose and meaning for their own life. Yet the truth is, they are combating a lie that says they don't have identity, and they don't have purpose. But those are all just a lie. And so they can't be double-minded. They can't have that anxiety, but they have to cast that on him who cares for you. And that is the only way to be sober-minded and to be alert, is by allowing your mind to rest on God to allow him to give you identity and purpose and meaning. And when you rest on him that way, he makes you sober and alert, able to resist the enemy who prowls around like a roaring lion. So resist him today by being like-minded with Christ. And that only happens when you cast your cares on him, allowing him to keep you from being double-minded. So that you can have the mind of Christ and rest in peace. So my prayer for you today is that God would give you that peace. That you would be able to focus your mind on him and allow him to fill you with his grace. And as you do that, you will become unified with Christ and you will be able to resist the devil. And as chapter 4 verse 10 says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.